Okay, so we're learning about the Mitzvah Salmatur. Spoke about last time, I got the, the fact that uh, Hashem is based in Torah Ami Yisrael. And if we spoke about the way to learn Torah, either that a person's learning as a chalik of Klai Yisrael is going to learn from him, or that his chosim of learning Torah are batsim be made Klai Yisrael, like we said that as well. Spoke about a number of different options. There's one more thing I want to talk about, and that is what the Acharyim talk about, the Te'eris of learning Torah, the point of it. In other words, we saw that the, for sure the simple shot in learning Torah is to know, to know what to do. But uh, that's I guess then the learning Torah just be the Hechitimsi in order to in order to make a mitzvah. And if Talmud Torah is great in the mitzvah, then obviously there's a higher purpose to learning than just knowing how to make a mitzvah. So it's always brought down as famous as the Bach in Hilkos in Hilkos Birkas uh, Torah. Now I read it to the two lines of three lines inside because. He says a big chiddush, which you need to understand. And he's talking about why the, when Klai Yisrael stopped learning Torah, Lishma, that was really a reason for the Chorban. So he talks about what the point of learning Torah is. And he says, Venir, the Kavanasi Yisparach, the Kavan of Hashem Be'olam, from the beginning of time, Ha'isa Shaniyah Oiskin Be'Torah, the reason that we should learn Torah is, Kedai Shetis Atzem Lishma Seinu, Ve'atzmos Veruchnius Oktushos Mokor Moetzei Torah. That way, our neshama can can fortify itself with a connection to the source of the Torah. And that's Hashem gave us the Torah as a gift. Why? That our neshama from the learning and our gift through the mitzvahs should connect into the Torah. That was our intention learning Torah. Then, what would happen? Then a person would be a, a merkava, a chariot. In other words, something which could receive the shechina. Then that would become the heichel, and the Hashem's shechina would rest on it. And therefore, inside them themselves, the shechina would find a place to rest. The whole world would become a mock of the cover of Hashem. And that will connect our world to the world of Ruchnus. And here we see a, a, a big insight. The point of learning Torah, says the Bach, is that the point of learning Torah is that way a person connects to Hashem, more than by the mitzvahs. Mitzvahs might be also connected to Hashem, but the Torah connects a person to Hashem more because learning Torah makes a person as a place or a, a, something, an object on which the Shekhinah can rest and therefore through the person becoming a place for the Shekhinah to rest it connects the person to Hashem ok let's try and understand a little bit what that you said means why does learning to bring us to connections of Kodesh Baruch Hu? and he said if you look at the back he said uh, three different points the first one is Shetis Aksim Nishmoseinu that that's Makadashas from the Kedusha of the one who gave us the Torah. So the first point of learning Torah is the Kedusha in Torah. The person is Vizkadash from the Torah. The second point he says is that a person will become a Merkava and a Heichel of the Shechina. That uh, by learning Torah a person becomes something on which the Shechina can rest. And the third thing he says is that there will be a Kishur, the Femayna Shalman and Femayna Shalmatu. There will be a connection between you know, which means the world of Malachim and the world of people. 
So we've seen three different stages that learning Torah can bring a person to. And that says the Bach is the Me'olim Hashem's Kabbalah giving us the Torah. That from the beginning of Kodesh Baruch's Kabbalah giving us the Torah was that the Torah should bring us to these stages. In other words, to the Kedusha, the Torah came to Kaddish and Neshama, to become a Heichel for the Shekhinah, and to connect us to the Familia Shlomana. To connect us to the Familia Shlomana. The Familia Shlomana, the Malachim. What's the... What are these things? And how does, that, how does the person accomplish that he learns Torah? So the first point. We can make it sound very spiritual, very abstract, but it's hard, then it's harder for us to understand what to do and how we meant to achieve that. Therefore, I want to try the other way around. Make it sound very understandable what the Bach is saying, which is also true, and therefore we, how we can try and direct the way we our Torah learning to bring us to that point. How we can direct our Torah to bring us to that point. So let's start with the first point first. The Bach goes in the opposite order. As it starts from the, the, the highest thing Hashem wants and it goes down, but let's, look, let's look backwards. Let's start from the lowest level that a person can gain from learning Torah. And I'm going to elaborate for a few minutes on a point just so you can understand uh, the Nakuda. Sometimes in life a person has a challenge. There's something that he wants to do, but he knows it's not the right thing to do. He wants to stay in bed, but he knows he should be getting up. He wants to eat something, but he knows he doesn't really have a good cautious. So now, if a person had to think in his mind, what's the argument between what a person wants and what a person's thinking? And the argument goes something like this. I want to stay in bed. I want to stay. But you shouldn't. But I want to. It's cold. But it's the wrong thing to do. Why is it the wrong thing to do? Because you meant to get up. You have to dab. Yeah, but it's difficult to get up. I'd rather stay here. Now that's going to be, like let's say, we had to write out the argument which, in words between what a person's feeling and what a person's thinking. Really? That argument's never going to get resolved. Why? Because the... the what a person's feeling, his midas, and what a person's thinking, which means his mind, are already talking two different languages. One's talking the language of what I want. And you can tell me from now till tomorrow, it's not the right thing to do. I'll still want it. You aren't, answer, you aren't dealing with the side of the person, this is what I want. Tell me it's wrong, tell me it's right, but I want it, you can't change that. And say the other way around. The body can try from time to day till tomorrow to tell my mind, this is what I want to do, and the mind doesn't care, because the mind's interested in, is, is this right or is this wrong? So you want it, you don't write. You're not speaking the same language as me. I'm saying the language is the wrong thing to do. You're not arguing with that. And therefore, like I always say, that uh, even though there is a certain struggle in a person between his mirrors and his mind, but at them, it's a struggle which they talk in different languages to each other. The one talks the language of what I want, the other talks the language of what's right and wrong. And because they don't talk, they don't talk to each other in a way that they are answering what the other one wants or feels or knows, so then you there's no resolution really because we're talking at cross purposes. It's not a conversation. Now, that's just not martial. It's true. If I vote submit it, it's a very basic point to know. But that's just not martial. But I want to get to that is something else. And that is, if that's the case, when if, if, you, if you're going to now imagine not a conversation between a person's uh, midas and his mind, imagine a conversation between a person and a malach. So the conversation is going to sound the same thing. Because if a person is being led by what he wants, or what he feels, or his mirrors, so then that's what he's going to talk about. That, that's what drives him, that's what makes him think. Whereas if the malach is driven by seichel, and what's right and what's wrong, 
So then again, Malachim people aren't talking a common language. One is talking the language of right, wrong, correct, incorrect, mutza also. The other talking the language of like, I don't like, it's easy, it's hard. And they don't talk to each other. The, 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 the first thing, the first level that the Torah can do for a person who learns Torah is make him work with his mind. And therefore, if the Torah has an influence on me, then I'm going to think in terms of Torah. Which means, is this mutza, is this asa? Does the Torah allow it or not allow it? And as opposed to a person who doesn't have Torah, that's, that it doesn't even register. That doesn't even register. For a person that has Torah, the, the decision about everything or the question about something is, it's good, it's bad, I like it, I don't like it. Mashiach, an idea of it's a mechuyev, it's mutzah, it's asr, it's the right thing to do, the wrong thing to do, that's not a factor. Speak to a person that hasn't learned Torah and uh, you'll see that the, the factors that interest them in making a decision are what I like, what I want. If it's somebody who keeps the halachas, they'll ask, is this mutter? Or, that's a better way to ask it, or the worst way to ask it, is there a way to be mati? But whatever it's going to be, that, that, that's the, the, the starting point is, this is what I want. It's only a person who's developed their mind in, in thinking Torah, or in applying the Torah, that a person has to think of things in the terms of, is this right or wrong? Is it the correct thing or the wrong thing to do? And maybe I want it, but I don't think in terms like that. I think, is this right or is this wrong? Is this going, I, can, I can ask the right or wrong question. Is this going to add to my ruch? Is it going to take away? Is this going to help me be miscarried or not? Whatever it's going to be. But in all those points, the, the fact of the question is not what I want. The fact of the question is, well, I've decided it's the right thing to do. Which means the Torah is ma'atim l'seichem. The ability to think and to base decisions on what I'm thinking. What now? If that's the case, then I can talk to a malach. Because now we're talking the same language. Because malachim also work with seichum. They don't have bad midras, they don't have bodies. And therefore what the midras wants, what the body wants, isn't a fact of malachim. They don't know what it means. They don't have that part of them. They don't have that anatomy. But seichum does have. And therefore, if a person wants to make a kashib and a familiar shalmar and familiar shalmatah, which means a person wants to be on a level, ke'ilo, that I can relate to a, something on the spiritual plane, to a malach, to a neshama, whatever it is, so the Torah provides the person, the first level of Torah, is the Torah provides the person the ability to do that, because by learning Torah, so that a person refines or develops his mind, his, his seichel, and now it's not just that I know how to make a good chakir or a good chiluk, now that becomes the way I think. And therefore I have to make decisions, so now then it's something which is totally my seichel, something which is totally in my mind. That, that becomes the way, the way that I work, that becomes the operating system which makes a difference. And we made it that uh, in that way a person, like we see, it says, can relate to the cashier. There can be a, there's a relationship between a person and uh, a malach, something on the spiritual level. And the, the converse is true as well. Without that, there isn't. Not because uh, it's just because malach are much greater, you aren't sharing a common language. For a person whose whole life is just what he wants and what he feels and what his remittances are, what can talk to Malach about? There isn't a single area that of common interest that you can understand each other. And therefore, so the first point of the Torah is it's ma- it, ma- it brings Klai Israel to be able to work on the level of of the seichel, and the matter that makes something a person something which is more similar to Malach, and that it's a being which works with seichel, something which works based on understanding. And that becomes a determining factor in a person's decisions. That becomes the direction of a person's decisions. 
in the matter. That's already the first the first uh, mile the Torah has in the person. And how does that happen? Not, not just by doing mitzvahs. Because mitzvahs is more knowing what I have, what I have to make my body do. It's tafka the Torah, which applies to my mind. And therefore it's going to change my mind to be able to think in terms of that that's the koyach that uh, the Torah gives the person's mind to be able to start seeing things from the perspective of the seichel and not in, in just the perspective of the mitzvahs. That's the first level that Hashem wants us to enter. And you can see that. The Gemara says this too, but you can see it in file. And that is that a person who learns Torah, I mean, not just Agat, and the Gat Hashem, the person who focuses on Torah, so I mean, their dais is much more uh, ability to think and make decisions based on what makes sense and work it all out is much more, is much more prominent. They've developed the Koyach of their Seichel much more. And other people who don't have intelligent people, but Lemais, if they've never developed the Koyach of using their mind to think, so then, when it comes to a decision, they don't think. They do, based on what they want. It doesn't mean they can't think. They aren't intelligent people, but they haven't trained themselves to think. Dafka, the Torah is a training to use my mind. And there's a training to focus on uh, what's the, to, to think about a decision, not just to make a decision, not just to do what I feel like or what I want. That's the first level of of the Torah can do for a person. The second level of the Torah can do for a person, yeah. It's not affecting my medicine at all. Just that it gives me the opportunity to have that faith. Just it gives me the koyach to machri the fight with my seichel. Right. Avodah is But if it's going to be that 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 fight between a person's seichel and his midas, which there always is, so then the koyach, the Torah gives me the koyach to. To, to focus on the seichel and that and to, to make a decision based on seichel. It's the same conversation. I mean, Teresa doesn't get it for Jacques. Medes is something I made to stay in there. Right. Without, not, no. It won't change until a person works specifically on his medes. But what changes is that a person makes decisions more in his seichel. The seichel becomes a more important factor. And therefore, that will help me give more weight to what the seichel wants and more than what my medes wants. Because they conduct themselves more logically than evolutionary or whatever. Right, exactly right, is. right. To to fix the meters is a different aspect. It's a it's a meters. But the the koyach of the Torah is it 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 gives me more of a koyach to use my seichel over my meters. No, it's not. As I am definitely not doing it supernatural in a very understandable way. The way that I focus more and more on using my mind to think things through, to understand them, so it's a, that that itself affects the way I act and the way I make decisions. I'm used to having to think things through. I'm used to having to apply my mind to think to think like I have to think what I learn. So you matter that everything that comes up, I now see it in terms of what the Torah says. It doesn't have to be just a supernatural thing. People are more like analytical, or analytical when they're shopping also. Right, but normally being just being analytical is not enough because normally the mirrors work too fast. And if a person wants to do does without thinking. The Torah is what trains a person to think. And a person transmits to think, and therefore I don't make decisions without thinking. The, the, the Torah gives the person that Yeshua does. That's Koyach to, to apply their minds more, and then we made it to, to base decisions more on the Seichel more than on their reflect, reflexive or instinctive minutes. Is it because I'm, I have a thousand halachas I have to keep every day that goes every decision? That's the exercise? Or is it the fact that because I'm not the CEO of the time that I use my brain so strongly? It's the fact that I use, uh, I, I use my mind. The halachas isn't enough because uh, that, that's just keeping the mitzvahs. 
but uh, more than that, it's the fact that that person uses his mind and he, he gets used to having to think, used, used to having to use his mind. So now when it comes to making a decision, I'll get used to using my mind as well. This is Dafka Sada, so it's like either, it's like as a result of Yud versus Makiyas? No, and Michelle Santin talks about this, it doesn't make them switch Chayrek of Torah. Any part, unless a person is just reading without understanding, any part of Torah is using my mind. Because I've heard it explained before, you don't need for that. If a person is learning Bikiyas properly, which means not that he's just not reading words, so he's trying to understand. And they also, it's not what a person really should have thought. So you have to understand the flow of the Gemara, and what's the question, and what's the answer, and why is it logical, and how does it make sense. Anything I'm learning which is, uh, is going to shape my mind to think a certain way. So it's not necessarily that there's a iskabras in learning of Chachma uh, of, uh, over Midas or whatever exactly it is. It's iskabras of Chachma, not over Midas. It's yeah. not over anything, it's just the fact that I right. dedicate myself to always thinking about things, so therefore I'm always going to think about it. Right, but most other things the person would dedicate themselves to thinking to aren't going to affect them when they make decisions. Because there's not part of the, 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 the decisions don't fall as part of a category which you have to think about. That may be, yeah, because the daf can get to your field. But learning medicine isn't going to say anything to you about uh, uh, making the decision of getting up in the morning. Would it be any different than a philosopher? Yes, because the point of Torah is that a person thinks about what's right, not just what thinks. And as I said before, the, 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 the argument of the cycle is to do what's right. Focusing on Torah is what's right. Focusing on philosophy or literature is just to give me information. I can use my mind to work it out, or science, or any other deep topic, but it's not focusing on what's right. It's focusing on just knowing things, or understanding things. Over here, the, the, the focus on Torah is to know what's right, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, what's correct, what's incorrect. So the, the focus on the, the MS, if you're using those words, or on what's right, that develops a person's ability to think like that. And then again, that's what he calls... And there's a kasha between the Fermanian Shulman and the Fermanian Shulman, which means a kasha to Malach. Because that's where Malach thinks too. Okay, so that's the first point. That's the first point. Now, the insight here is, that's what makes the concept of Torah universal. Because uh, when it comes to what I want and what you want, we can want different things, and that's okay. If, if uh, that's what's guiding people, that I want this, you want that, so you can't argue about that. But uh, if the question is going to be what's right, then we can discuss what's right because then there is a right so we can discuss it and if I'm using my mind and you're using your mind and uh, then we're going to come to either a, a proof or disproof or whatever it's going to be a logical conclusion so then I can convince somebody of something because the, the question is what's right whereas if, this, if the, the question is just what I want well, then again it's a, it's a waste of time in the conversation it's a waste of time in the conversation because no one's ever getting anywhere. I still want what I want, and you'll still want what you want. You can argue about it till tomorrow. I saw this B'chush. Uh, one time, uh, I landed up in, uh, in England. Uh, they call the, the legislatures, they call the House of Commons. So I once spent a day in the House of Commons. And uh, they told me when I came that I came on a very good day because they're discussing, uh, it's like it was a major discussion that day, and the way it works is that apparently, if I understand England a little bit, the House of Commons, I think, was built 400 years ago or something like that. 
And even though in the Mesa there's more people in England now than then, and therefore there are more pe- members of the commons than there were then, they didn't bother to do any Shiputim. So they had the same amount of seats they had 400 years ago, which means that if everybody shows up, there's a standing reminding. But for the de- elected uh, members of the commons, they aren't in a seat. So they call it a packed house, which means literally that there's room for everyone to sit down. So they told me I came a very good day because that day is a packed house. Why? Because they're having a major discussion and we're going to pass the law on and therefore because of such an important discussion everybody showed up all the various members of the Commons from all over England they all showed up to take part in the discussion okay, good what was the major discussion and the discussion was should they outlaw fox hunting outlaw fox hunting fox? hunting hunting foxes mm-hmm. because it's English tradition for going back to the hunt foxes but no maybe you know, the world's changed maybe we should outlaw hunting foxes Okay, so I happen to be in the audience uh, listening to, and uh, before they came to a vote they had a discussion which means anybody was allowed to get up and ex- like, explain their point of, point of, the, point of view those four and those against and those four and those against each one could explain their side of why they should or shouldn't and in the end they, 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 had, they voted whether they should or shouldn't outlaw fox hunting and I, I learned only two things from being a, a participant and uh, listening to the proceedings for eight hours. Uh, by the way, it wasn't finished then, I just gave back, but uh, uh, <laughs> they were still going strong. Uh, so well, I learned two things. Firstly, out of I don't know how many hundred people spoke on either side of the story, not one person out of all the members of parliament who spoke for or against Fox Hunting, not one person said a logical argument. No one gave a compelling reason why they were right. Everyone was just saying different words, well, this is what they think. I want it, I don't want it. I want it, I don't want it. And no one gave a reason, well, why are you wrong for wanting it if I say no? This one said, everyone had a reason, but the reason was all boiled down to what I want. I like hunting hot fish. I feel bad for the fox. It's good for this, it's bad for that. There was no logic. There was no, there was no compelling proof why you should or you shouldn't. It was just everyone was expressing their opinion. And what happened, unsurprisingly, not a single person changed their mind. Which means anyone who walked into that room at the beginning thinking I want to outlaw fox hunting and voted I want to outlaw fox hunting. And anybody who walked in thinking I want to outlaw fox hunting voted I don't want to outlaw fox hunting. No one changed. After all that discussion, nobody moved because there was no reason to. You didn't convince me why I was wrong. You just told me you feel not like me. In very nice words, but uh, in very uh, fancy language. But okay, but it didn't move me because you can tell me that I don't agree with you. I like hunting foxes. Well, I don't agree with you. I don't like hunting foxes. Uh, and then... You stay where you are, and I stay where I am. And that's what I mean. That it's, it's an argument which goes nowhere. There's no concept of right, wrong, prove it, bring me a, a compelling reason why I should change my mind. So nobody does. They could have stayed the whole thing, except for it was interesting to watch, but they could have stayed themselves all the time and just voted in the first minute, because nothing changed eight hours later. Uh, can you imagine an argument between Rabbi Feinstein and the Chazanesh, right, about should we outlaw... Uh, microwaves and Shabbos. So Moshe says, no, I think we shouldn't. says, I think we should. Well, I, think so. I think we should. Uh, you can't imagine until such a thing would happen. You, you, well, you feel, you think, it doesn't work, it works. Bring a raya. Look at the Look at the Rambi. Look at the Gemara. Bring me a raya. I'll bring you a raya. We can talk. I can prove you right. I can prove you wrong. Because then something which is totally on, on a person's mind, I don't have a feeling about it. It's not like I'm, I'm, I would like to, I wouldn't like to. I want to run. I want to understand. 
So I want to learn it and look at it from the point of view of my mind. What can I prove? And what's correct and what's not correct? Then we can discuss. Because then we're both, we're both working on the same wavelength and we can talk to each other. And if you can prove me wrong, I'll agree with you. And if I prove you wrong, you'll agree with me. Because we're both working in the, mind of, in the, in the, in the realm of seichel. Whereas if it's just a realm of I lack, you lack, there's nothing to talk about. It's like arguing somebody. Uh, is vanilla cake better than chocolate cake or not? I like vanilla, you like chocolate. Let's argue that. Where are we going to go with that? We'll, we'll, we'll go back to where we started. No, no one's moving. That's the first point. Torah is something which gives a person the ability to use their seichel for what's right. And therefore, it's, uh, when, a, when, a, when a person has to make a decision, it's not based on, this is what I want and that's why I'm going to do it. It's based on, there's an understanding of what's right to do. And the more a person learns Torah, the more they get a feeling for what's right, what's logical, what makes sense, what's correct. And therefore, we may do the same thing. It's going to apply to making make decisions too. So that's the first mode of Torah. The first mode of Torah is that it's, it's what we call it, the antidote to the Yetzirah, because the Yetzirah works on a person's measures. The Yetzirah works, this is what I want. And I want that. I want this. And normally people have nothing to say against that. Except the person's used to working in terms of Torah. That is, is it the right thing to want? Am I doing the right thing by doing that? or not, then that changes the perspective. And that can stand up to those minutes. And that, like we said, that, that can bring a person to act like a malach. A malach, which means a person's decisions are dictated by the seichel. Nothing else. And I'll just finish the story of one minute. It says that, they asked the uh, Chaim Brisker, they asked his sons, like, what is your father's nature like? What kind of, by, by nature, what kind of person is he? So the answer, the, because the Brisker, the answer he gave is, I never knew my father's nature. Every decision he made, he based on the so he always was thinking what's right. What naturally was his nature, I have no idea. And that's the Yisait. That's the Malach. The Malach is, everything's based on Seichel. What's the right thing to do? What do I want? What did I feel? What naturally would I do? Where am I us? That's not the factor. It's Dafka the Torah, which a person focuses on using their mind to be able to think in terms of Torah, which that's the first of three levels of the Torah, and that is it gives a person that ability to, to make decisions or to act, to live based on their Seichel. It gives it that koyach, that, that becomes a determining factor in everything they do.